When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it, because you did. On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the Giants mobile app. 17-14 is the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Better late than never. Welcome to Thursday's edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live right here on Giants.com and the Giants Mobile App. I'm John Schmelk. The very patient Jeff Fiegel's with me. <laughs> he's like he's waiting for a special teams uh, period in practice as the offense and defense do their thing. Yeah. Except he got to I'm eat, used to it. Except he got to eat here while he was doing it. Instead. Yeah, I got to sit down and yeah. just, you know, read my notes. And you're a very busy yeah. man, Mr. Schmelk, anyway, so that everybody knows. Now, the, the, in fairness, people will actually see the reason why we're starting a half right. an hour late. Go to the Giants Little Podcast later on today as soon as Pearson finishes the six other jobs you will have job. a chance to edit that together we're going to have our coordinators nice. i did 10 minutes with mcgahey kafka and wink good and i think i asked them questions did that they divulge any information to you i purposely did not ask about like right, specific right. You know, yeah. game planning and player stuff Pretty because, excited Bill? Yeah, but you know because they're they've asked that at press conferences yeah, right yeah, yeah yeah so i was trying i tried to kind of dig inside their philosophy and stuff like that yeah. so i think i got some stuff out of them we haven't heard before what was so Wink's? we'll see okay Wink right. was great. Yeah. Wink, we talked some basketball. You'd have been very uncomfortable. Oh, great. yeah, very. Yeah. Well, <laughs> other than, yeah. Nah, no, I'm not a big basketball guy. Never have been, never will be, but that's okay. Well, look, uh, the one thing I'll tease with Wink, the way the reason I brought up basketball with him is I said, you know, basketball is kind of a positionless sport now, right? Yeah, right. And I said, oh, yeah. My yeah, sure. sense listening <laughs> to you talk about positions and players on defense is that that's how you see it, too. In that you don't care what letters are in front of a guy's name for right, their right. position, you care about what the, their what technique they're able to execute on the field. And he goes, "Yeah, I think you have pretty much have that nailed." So, needless to say, you're going to see safeties and linebacker spots. I think a lot, which is kind of the angle I was looking for mm-hmm. on, on the answer, and that's kind of the feeling week. that I got. And the other thing that he answered me at is that I, I kind of talked. We talked about the inside linebacker position, how it's been like morphing a lot. And he basically just emphasized the importance of speed for him Well, at inside linebacker. So. Yeah. And I think that that position had to, you know, when you look at Blake Martinez, the guy was all over the place. Um, not the greatest at coverage, but I think at those, you know, the new guys, the young guys, they can cover. They can, they can, they can get out there. Well, so, and he actually, he goes, look, Tay has the speed and everything always you has. want from a guy that you want. If he can just, you know, be a little more... Uh, quick in recognizing things in the run game, a little bit more assertive in the run yeah. game, I think he'll be okay. Well, and the know, funny thing, you know, he's such a big physical guy, Wink, he stresses all that, but I'm like, 
you know, Wink, I just told you to give me your perfect inside linebacker. You didn't mention size. And he goes, yeah, as long as they can get where they're supposed to be the and, other, and interesting tackle. point he goes yeah that and also well if you have very big defensive linemen you can have small linebackers but well, if yeah. you have small defensive linemen then you have to have big linebackers yeah because they're going to take the brunt of somewhere down the line and when you have dexter and leonard in front of you mm-hmm. that's why size and ellis isn't and all those important. other big boys mm-hmm. yeah so I, yeah. so i thought that was interesting and anyway. beavers remember they drafted beavers he's a guy that can can cover he's quick he's big long. he's long um that was so another, it's trait that wink mentioned mm-hmm. length yeah yeah. So I mean, anyway. uh, again, this is if you guys think about the building the roster, this isn't going to happen in just in three or four months. This is going to be the long term effect of this, and this is what these guys are doing. They're bringing in the type of players they want in their systems. No question about. It. All right. Now, what I wanted to do with you today, Jeff, is that this is kind of our time because we're not going to be on tomorrow. Right. Right. Vance and Paul. So this is our love kind our of time game preview here to look at the game against the Titans, and I want to get down to the brass tacks here. Let's and go talk about. Where this game can be won and lost if you're okay. the New York football giants. And I think it's I think pretty easy. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So would you like to start in terms of maybe the first matchup you'll be keeping an eye on when you get into um, this game? Or would yeah. you like me to go first? No, I can. I mean, I can. Yeah, go ahead. You know what? I, I have my notes when I start to break down the game. I start with the offense and the defense of the opponents. And so to give a little bit of an idea of like my breakdown of what the offense and the defense look like. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side of it. I have my offense and defense with the Giants and how they're going to rely on that portion of how to stop the offense and defense of the other team. So I'll let you start, okay. and then I will come after that and add whatever I have that might be able to help you understand where we're going to get to. Okay, interior offensive line for the Giants versus the interior defensive line of the Texans. Okay, that's, 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 uh, that is a good matchup. Because if you have trouble, <laughs> if you have trouble on the, in the quarterback's face or in the running back's face – when you're running the ball or dropping back for a pass and you have pressure not coming from the outside where Daniel can step up, but coming up the middle where it's in his face and there's nowhere for him to go, right? That's when I think you're going to run the trouble. And that can really throw off your rhythm of your offense and it can turn everything into a mess. Well, it also can turn into what Daniel Jones has been a history of, and that is turnovers, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and Jeffrey it, Simmons is a guy that you better watch out for. Yeah, no question about it. And the, and then Autry, uh, uh, Danico Autry next mm-hmm. to him, who's also big boys. very, very, a very good player. So that's a problem. And those two guys both had more than eight sacks last year. I got, I'll, I'll bring up my little game preview story here just so I have those numbers exactly right. But, like, Jeff, they're really good players. And if you can't control the middle part of the line of scrimmage, things become very, very difficult. So Danico Autry had nine sacks last year, and Jeffrey Simmons had eight and a half. I mean, for two guys that are interior, and I'm using quotation fingers here, well, let's do interior this. players, yeah. that's a lot. Like, Imagine. that's a problem. And the Giants have had a merry-go-round the players at left guard. And if, still if, do. If you told me who's starting <laughs> at left guard, if you wanted to ask me. Well, we could give you three names. And it would not shock me if any one of those three right. or four – by the way, the Giants lost um, the kid they picked up yeah. from the practice squad from Ohio State, Davis. He got signed by somebody right. else, and, and Botic is back today. So you're looking— He went to the Saints. Yes. Is it—yeah, because, you know, they don't need better players still. Uh, <laughs> Bredesen. Yeah, they just took one of ours, I guess. Garcia. Mm-hmm. Izudu. Like, and then maybe could one of these guys that just got here, like the Jack Andersons, maybe mm. be in the mix too? I don't know. I think that's rough first week to get him in there. I'll give you my take on that. I think that it's a little bit 
I think that when you ask Izudu to go up against that defensive line in his first game, hasn't played a lot in preseason, that's asking a lot out of him. I think you're going to see one of the vets in there. So that tells me that you'll probably see Bredesen or Garcia in there. Both and I of them Garcia are. Garcia was good in preseason games, by the way. And by the way, I think Bredesen is a better center. This is my opinion than a guard. I think, and I think that Garcia right? is probably a better guard than a center. Not that we're talking the center position, but I feel like the natural position for Garcia would be at the left guard. That If I was, and again, thank God I'm not, but if I was making the decision, I would have Garcia in there. I would too. He had a good preseason. I think that he's earned that spot, and I think they brought him in here to do that. And until until Izudu, he's, he's the guy. You know that he's right. the future, but he's got a little ways to go. And, you know, Feliciano, who is a good player, good veteran addition, he's not like the biggest and bulkiest guy either. So just controlling the inside of that line, I think you worry about it. You know, Evan Neal, I think outside at tackle, I would normally have first game as a rookie. You worry about that. But he's going to be going against Rashad Weaver, who, mm-hmm. if you remember, we talked mm-hmm. about him mm-hmm. coming out mm-hmm. in the draft. This yeah. is why the draft yeah. shows are great. I right? love it. Remember, yeah. pass rusher Pittsburgh. I remember that and guy. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, he's on that team. Okay. Because right. we're not going to remember every guy that got drafted, right. which team. But the names all of a yeah. sudden go, oh. I think fourth, oh. Thir- third or fourth round pick. One of the other. I think he was a fourth rounder. Yeah. So he'll have Neil. I think Neil will be fine against him. And then Dupree didn't have a great year last year, and an he'll injury. be going against Andrew Thomas. I think you feel pretty good about that. But yeah. so number one for me is the inside of the Giants' offensive line versus the I'll defensive line of the Titans. And you can go. When next. you have Harold Landry, who's not going to be playing, obviously, Bud Dupree, and then you have Jeffrey Simmons. That 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 right there could be some of the best off defensive line. Again, in this, in the Nico Autry had nine sacks. Yeah, and last Autry, year. I forget. You know, I, I'm snubbing nobody, nobody him. I'm snubbing him. him. I'm, I apologize, yeah, Dimitri. When I <laughs> no, when I looked at the numbers and I started breaking the yeah. Titans down, I'm like, why? Why are people not talking about this dude? I I watched some tape of him, too. I'm like, he's good. When we look at that defensive line and what the offensive line is up to, obviously, in my opinion, the game plan for the Giants is going to run the football. Now, remember this. The Titans were the number two run defense team in the NFL last year. They had a very stout defensive line, and they stopped the run well. Their middle linebackers are not the best. That's probably the only time to... That's probably where they're the weakest in this defense. It would yeah, be their David middle linebacker. David Long is there, and who's the other guy? Cunningham. Yeah, Cunningham. Zach Cunningham. So I feel like with, with those guys, uh, that the Giants would have a nice, you know, have a chance to run the football. They're going to have to. They're going to have to. They're going to have to get a hat on a hat and to establish some of the run. But um, you know, offensively. All right. So the, what's your first matchup? Go ahead. What do you got? For my my okay. So I would say, do you want me up for just on anything? Anything or? you want. Jeff, you have full freedom, which I know sometimes you don't like, but you have full freedom. You can go in any direction you want. I, I'm going to skip the whole Derrick Henry matchup to the whole defense. It's that, obvious. It, it, we just, there's no, we could talk for hours about this thing. And, and by the way, we did. If you guys want to hear about Derrick Henry, go listen to our episode on Tuesday with Howard. And by the way, I, I, I felt bad after the show. I'm like, Jeff and Lance didn't talk a whole lot. Well, we had the four show, guys. It's hard. But I thought Howard was great yeah, on no, that he did. stuff. Well, listen, I that, thought he was fantastic. Absolutely. He played the position. He played the, you know, on the line of scrimmage. He had guys running behind him. He understands that. And, and absolutely. I mean, what do I know about tackling and blocking? I mean, I, I was, I was thrilled that Lance didn't talk, but I, but I felt bad that, <laughs> that you didn't have a chance to chip. Well, I got a chance now. Game. So that's good. Yes. Um, <laughs> I feel like when you look at the offense for the Titans, okay, Ryan Tannehill, good preseason, good year last year, except for the playoffs. All right. I think that they, that they have good tight ends that are going to match up well against the linebackers and some of the safeties for the Giants. So Austin I would, Hooper and Jeff Swaim, Jeff Swaim, former Cowboy and Giant Austin Hooper. Guided, with okay. So those are, those are really good. I feel like they Hooper have made two pro bowls with the Falcons, by the way, people forget that. 
a lot of people don't really know who he is, but he's a very good football, probably yeah. a good fantasy guy. I'm not a fantasy guy, but I would imagine well, that he, he's probably... Well, he went to Cleveland, and then he split time with Njoku. He wasn't really a yeah. pass target in the offense, so people have forgotten about him, but he was great with Atlanta. Now, Traylon Burks, their new guy, I like him a lot watching film on him. He is a beast now. Um, we knew that coming out of the draft, that he was going to be that type. Mm-hmm. In fact, very, very similar to A.J. Brown. As far as the size and physical Mm -hmm. body type. So there's my matchups. I'm tight ends, receivers on the uh, Dory Jackson. Okay, we'll be on Burks. But then where's the other guys? Could you put a Dory Jackson on Robert Woods, who's a very good veteran receiver? I got to mention that they brought him over too. So, yeah. So this is a good matchup in my mind. I feel like the big boys are going to match up fine. I just think the more matchup problems I will have is with tight ends and the receivers for the Titans. Now, the Titans don't have to throw the ball. They don't have to. They're going to run the football. <laughs> so this this may not be that all that much of a matchup nightmare. But I like I like the way that the Giants are going to. First of all, Love is going to be in the box a lot this week. Okay, he's going to be up there. He's going to have to. They're going to have to stop the run. That's what they're going to do. So I I think that you know the matchup on the outside for these guys, uh, Robinson going to have to you know prove that he can be cute you know cornerback number two. Um, we'll see what happens here, but. I'm excited about the, I'm excited about this because this defense. Remember, this is kind of tough when we when there's a new coaching staff when we get all the statistics and they do the matchups. It means nothing, John. The, oh, the, they were the 27th ranked defense against the rush last year. Well, well, okay, but the coaches are different. They're different players. So I think that you know the first this first game. I'm interested to see how this defense from Wink puts a game plan together to stop this running game of the Titans. That's the, that's the matchup. That's what you got to do. I'm going to build on your wide receiver point in the tight sure. ends. You know, we talked about Derrick Henry, and Wink said that's at his press conference on Tuesday. The Titans are one of the best early down play action teams in, in the NFL. Well, you know why? Well, because people want to stop Derrick Henry. And they just, <laughs> and yeah. they think, and they go like this, and they like, oh! And, Ryan Tannehill is very adept at it. So mm-hmm. how the Giants handle the Titans early down play action, I think is going to be very important right. in terms of how this game goes. Because if you, the Titans are going to get big plays one of two ways. One is Derrick Henry flattening people and running through tackles for 40, 50 yards, which will, is, probably, is normal. Ha- which will probably happen at least once in the game. Don't feel bad if you get run over, guys do. That's just the way it is. Yeah. He's a, there's a reason he, he's Derrick Henry. He's huge. Someone the referred King. to, yeah, I was talking to somebody, they referred to him as like the modern day Jim Brown to me. Right. Yeah, this I wasn't think, a coach, I think, it was I think else, Wink was, was saying something like that, right? Yeah, he called him. The King. Did he he's call not the King for nothing. Jim Brown or did he call him the LeBron? I forget. It was one or the other. Yeah. I forget. But yeah, look, he's good. Okay. He's good. <laughs> he's big. Um, And they're going to worry about him and they should. The Titans last year, Jeff, had the highest first and 10 run rate in the NFL last year. Over sixty percent of their first and tens, they ran the ball. Well, I mean, can you blame they can them? Get four, five, six yards of clip, but that's the problem. That means forty percent of the time they're throwing it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of plays. Yeah. And like I said, they're going to get their big plays one of two ways: either Henry running through people, or it's going to be play action over the top, deep balls mm-hmm. on early downs. Like right. it's not going to be third and eight when they're chucking these balls down the field. It's early down play action, and those safeties and linebackers and Corners, to an extent, are going to have to be very disciplined. Mm-hmm. And on those early downs and those play-action passes, to not let guys get behind them. I think that if they... Now, here's the other thing, too. This this team is not full strength with their defensive ends, right? We know that. So I think that 
Leo is going to have to have a good game, both defending the run and getting pressure on Tail here because he will make some mistakes. Absolutely will throw you the football. Have to get pressure on him. And in those in those play-action passing downs, if it's first down, whatever it is, you've got to get pressure on him to be able to make mistakes. And that's that's going to take a lot. I feel like, I feel like there's going to be some blitzing going on in this game because of one, because of yeah. who he is. But second of all, I think because of Tannehill will be able to there. Listen, they gave up a lot of sacks last year. Tennessee did. No, their, their, their offensive line has a really good reputation. They had some issues last year. Yeah. And, and I it still hasn't, think they do. And it hasn't gotten a ton better. I was going to say, I still think they have issues and I think that they will exploit that. If I'm wink, I will. Yeah. They have a new starting. Let me get, make sure I get the positions, right? Uh, Luan's back at left tackle. Nate Davis and Ben Jones are back. They were their starting center and right guard last year. But oh. Aaron Brewer is a starting left guard. He was a guy that started four games from them last mm-hmm. year. It was kind of a swing. And it looks like rookie yeah. Nicholas petit Ferrer, who, by the way, was one of my guys in the draft process. He, I liked him. Well, he, I have uh, I go to our lads. Just, um, yep. Plug here. But that's who they have as a starter. So He beat out Dylan Radins, who was a yeah. early second-round pick, I think, two years ago out of um, North Dakota State. He, he, he played on the same team as Trey Lance, if I recall. Okay. Raiders. I'm not even seeing his name on here. Did they, they didn't cut him, did they? I, don't, I would be shocked if they cut him. I could be wrong, but I don't. he isn't their backup at right tackle on your sheet? Dennis Daly? No. I'll oh, Dylan Riddick. Okay, yeah, yeah I got to get my glasses on. Yeah, here he is. He's, he was a, <laughs> I'm sorry. He was a second-round pick. Second-round pick. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I guess, well, this makes yeah, a big second difference. Second-round pick. I th- I th- I'm pretty sure he was North Dakota State, or was he one of the Central or Western Michigans? I think he was North you Dakota State. You should know. Well, I mean, it's, a, it's hard to remember all these things, Jeff, North Dakota as, State. as you well know. You have no right to criticize my memory, Jeff. Because... North, North Dakota State, <laughs> Thank you. Way. Okay, by the way, we're going to open up the phones here at 201-939-4513. We're going to take you a little past 2 o'clock here. I know we started late because of those interviews, so we're going to take you past 2. Uh, we'll screen your calls now, and then Pearson has to run to do a Zoom call with, uh, with a coach. And then I will take your calls uh, cold on the line after that. But if hopefully you're still out there. I know we're starting a little bit later than usual. Uh, so let's get on there and take your calls. I'll send a little tweet out here, too, um, just so people know that we are, in fact, live here on Giants.com, the Giants mobile app. Uh, we are ready to roll here. So give us a call again. It's 201-939-4513. Jeff, don't forget, Giants season tickets are on sale for the 2022 season. Right. In addition to ticket savings, membership benefits include access to exclusive events, pre-sales, exclusive events, and more. Lock in your seating starting at just 100 bucks. Call 888-NYG-1925 or visit Giants.com slash tickets for more information. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. All right. Let's go to my man Otis. He's up in Harlem. Otis, what's going on? <laughs> How you doing, John? How you doing? We're great. Good. What's what's on your mind today, man? Uh, can I put in a bold prediction? Of course, we welcome we all bold predictions, Otis. What do you got? All right, for my bold prediction, I think uh, Kenny Galladay is going to have like twelve touchdowns. Ooh, okay, that's bold. I like that. Just hope he has more than he and did last year. You're right. He had zero <laughs> last year. Can't have less. <laughs> I <know>. and, I, <laughs> and I think Sa- I think Saquon. I think Saquon will have. 17 touchdowns altogether. Scrimmage, Whoa! Scrimmage. All From right. Russian, ru- that's Russian in passing. Oh, yeah. All right, so All right. we got Otis in Harlem. We got 17 12. total touchdowns for Saquon. 
and twelve for Kenny. Yep, perfect. And I think I think and I think Kadarius Tony will come out with like maybe I'm I'm gonna give him I ain't gonna give him ten I'll give him seven. Whoo! Wow. Right. Well, you got the Giants scoring a lot of touchdowns. I like that. I like that a uh, lot. With with coach with, with coach Dable and Mike Casper calling plays, I hope so. Hundred percent, Otis. Uh, what are your general feelings on the season? How do you think the team's going to do this year? Uh, I'm I'm going to be honest with you, John. Uh, I, I'm being generous when I say this. The, the both New York teams has been kind of uh, it's been kind of sluggish, and that's me being generous. <laughs> no, that look, 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 Otis. That's I okay. get it. I get it. I understand. Uh, but but um, I, me personally, I I uh. I, I I'm gonna say nine. Not nine wins isn't isn't impossible. That, that's where I, that's that's where I'm leaving it at. Nine wins isn't impossible. Nine wins isn't impossible. I think that's a good way to put it. Otis, we appreciate the call. <laughs> that's man. an Thanks honest so way much. to put it. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Well, between four last year and nine this year, he says. So, I mean, I think that they would be happy. I think a lot of people would be happy hey, with look, nine. Jones. Jeff, again. Here are some of the opponents on the schedule. And I'm not going to put the Panthers in this category anymore because they got Baker Mayfield, and I think that makes, makes them... them they have, they're have a good team. I think the Panthers... People they're, keep they're, sleeping yeah. on the Panthers yeah. in Week 2. They are good well, football Remember, team. a couple of us had them making wild card in our predictions. Oh, did you have the Panthers in the wild so card? One of us did. Somebody did. Was I had Lance, him, maybe? I, I think it was Lance had the Panthers. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't have it with me. But. And look, that, if Baker can stay healthy and he plays well, that's mm-hmm. not... It's not yeah. impossible. Yeah. It's not impossible. And I look, you look at that offense compared to the offense that he had in, I guess, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I don't know the rosters all that bet much, but I, I know it, that it's definitely more collegey. The, okay, the Panther, I think it is at least right. The Panthers, so that might help him scheme, I think a little bit. But their defenses, both defenses, Cleveland and Panthers, yeah. are good. Yeah, Broncos had a better Broncos. Browns had a better offensive line, which is something sure. to note. Um, but again, the point I was going to make is that. It's wins on the schedule, man. I and mean, when they come, when you have, like you, those, those, and again, we can't, we can look at the schedule all we want, but you never know. Some of those teams might improve, some of them might get really bad. Right. And those teams are circling the Giants on their schedule and saying, oh, here's a game that we have a <laughs> exactly. chance to win. So, look, you got to come and look with where this Giants team is at. If they don't play well, they don't win. I don't care who opponent is. They have to play well. Keep it very simple. Yeah. I don't care if it's the Houston Texans. Protect the football. If you play your C game, this giant team will lose. Yeah. You must come out and play well. I they, know that's like the most simplest form of analysis yeah, ever, but, it, but yeah, but there are teams that if they show up, like if the Buffalo Bills show up, they and they play, don't play well, and they play the Houston Texans. I'm not trying to take shots. I know at what the you're Texans. saying. And they play their B, they play their C plus game for three quarters. They have the roster to win, and then they get to the fourth and they're like, all right, fine. Yeah. Fine, we'll we'll do it now, and then they can figure out a way to <laughs> yeah. win. Giants can't do that. They don't have that power to right. do that. Yeah. And by the way, the way that this team will lose if they if they hurt themselves, turnovers, penalties, okay. and just you know, big plays against that is how this team they can't do that to win. They've got to compete in every category and and match up with these other teams where they're just not going to be able to do it. Jeff Tom Coffin's an old school fella, and mm-hmm. you yes, know, he is. I'm, the game has not passed him by. No. But the game has changed since yep. he's been the head coach of the well, Giants. It changed while he was the, the coach of the Giants. And he, and he went with those changes, yeah. by the way. Um, the one thing he always said that – he said a lot of things that I'll stick by forever, but this is one that's always been very, uh, I think, prudent. Teams lose games far more times than they win games. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. beat yourself 
Way more. Way more than making that yeah. spectacular play to win. Yep. Now, I will tell you this. To be excited about something, and I don't know if it really matters or not, but this is some of the things that I look at, and I think I've told you guys on this show before, when I'm looking at preseason games, because the games themselves don't really mean a lot to me. It's just more of an evaluation part of it. But when you have a new staff, the things that I'm looking for are how disciplined this team becomes as the, as the season begins. This, to me, was a team that did not cause a lot of penalties in the in the or, or excuse me, have a lot of penalties in the preseason, which tells me that there's a carryover there. You don't just show up on Saturday, Thursday, Sunday, whenever they played. This is this carries over from practice into games. And that's important for a team that's young and building because those will cost you games early. I, I feel like this team I watch this team's gonna go out and have fifteen penalties on Sunday. <laughs> but my point is that what it will it will help them. <laughs> it will help them win some of the games that they are close in, right? And I feel like that's a that's a plus for this team. And I think that has a lot of credit goes to that coaching staff and being able to teach these guys discipline at practice. That's a big deal. Turnovers are another thing. Mm, this wow. team That's everything, right? This team did not turn the ball over a lot in preseason. Now they didn't get a lot of takeaways either, but the fact is those will come. Those will come. In fact, they're gonna come on defense. There's no way that this defensive style of play that they have will not cause turnovers. And again, Jeff, it goes back, and I never actually ended up giving the schedule, so I'll give it now because I just <laughs> got detracted on it. My, my <laughs> mind's all over the place. I apologize. So Bears, bad offensive line, Justin Fields, turnovers. Mm -hmm. And again, I like Justin Fields. I think he's going to sure, be but good. but he's young. And he has nothing around him. He's young. Nothing around him. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, second-year player, Trevor Lawrence. Again, I think they're going to be a lot better this year. Yep, but they got a good, still. Their defense is better. Mm -hmm. Seahawks. We've all been through the Geno Smith experience in New York. <laughs> Turnovers. Uh, they actually have two. They have Charles Cross, and they, I forgot, they also drafted um, Abraham Lucas. Remember the oh, kid sure. from yeah. Washington yep. State that yep. was a real. Mm -hmm. He apparently has been looked pretty, two linemen. pretty good. Yep. So it's funny. They lose Russell Wilson. Now they might have the best set of offensive tackles they've had and, yeah, since he's been Russell's in the like, league. like, oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> After he got murdered for yeah. seven years there. And they got Metcalf. Uh, they just signed to a big deal. Okay, right. thank you. <laughs> uh, Texans, Davis Mills, second-year player, patchwork offensive line, Detroit Lions. They actually, I think, have a very good front. I think they can, and they have a they're better quarterback. But, in but they're they're not a 500 team. You know, when Carson Wentz feels pressure, what's yeah. that? The, that's it, a division it, it, game. It that's not, a that's a. It has not been great. So they're good. To your point, there are opportunities based on how the Giants play and who's on the schedule for you to force some turnovers and, and have big turnover games this year. There just are. And I, I feel like, you know, this is an offense that can be created on a weekly basis as far as what they want to do against their competition. And I feel like this is – so if you ask me today, John, and you're not going to, I'm going to ask myself the question. What am I excited about for this team? I'm really excited about both sides of the football because I feel like they're, they're, so, they're going to be so exciting to watch. Okay? I mean, you hope that they can defensively just the way that they move around – you know what I mean? Just kind of conceptually. And then offensively, conceptually, how that they're going to get in and out of situations by matchups, and we'll see what happens. But I'm just excited to see it because I know that the offense last year was not fun to watch. It no. Was, no. <laughs> not, not fun to watch. No. It was painful. And it's funny. I was thinking about this the other the other day, and it kind of came off the, the mini Jason Garrett rejoiner that we had, which I'm not getting back into. But I was just thinking of last year with the injuries, right? Like wow. first couple games, Galladay and Tony weren't there. Then 
Daniel Jones and the receivers, some of the receivers get healthy. And the but linemen. you lose Shepard, but then all your offensive linemen get hurt. And then you don't <laughs> have Andrew Thomas for six weeks, right? right? Or yeah. five weeks, whatever it was. Oh, well, now Andrew Thomas is back. Oh, now Daniel Jones is hurt. Like, they just were never able to get anywhere that even close to, like, half of their best players on the field at the same time. Well, they With, never had the receivers on the same field at all the same time rather than like four plays or something especially not with their quarterback right right right? and then once daniel jones went out and i said this last year and people got mad at me i said anyone that evaluates his giant team over what happens over the final six games with you know daniel jones out you're you're not doing it right no you had to play the games that's about it yeah (laughs) it's really it's and look the players had to play the coaches had to coach but i mean they, Jeff, they didn't have it. They didn't have a, they didn't have a chance. Well, one thing that so, we did learn from that roster last year offensively is the importance of a backup quarterback. Yeah. Well, and again, I think too, and I I still honestly believe, and I know Giant fans will get mad at me for this too. I think if you put Mike Glenn in a better situation with a better line in front of him and better weapons, a little bit better. Look, we saw it with Jacksonville the year before. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not a starter. He's not good. But well, he's, he's, he's but, but he's Joe. Yeah. Average, I'll give you that. Joe below average NFL backup. Right? I'll give you that. Now, but last year, in the situation he was put in here, it was a train wreck. It's a train wreck. You probably, any backup quarterback you put in that situation would have had trouble. Correct. You know what I'm saying? That was a tough thing. And that's why when people say, well, Daniel Jones stinks, look at his numbers last year, they were terrible. How much better did the offense look with Daniel Jones (laughs) as a. No, no, you laugh. It's true. Even without Andrew Thomas there, right? Sure. How much better did the offense look with Daniel Jones behind center than it did when he was gone? Much better because he's a starting quarterback. Dude, it was night and day. Mm-hmm. And again, mm-hmm. that's not to say he's the long, you know, check all, you know, people know what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, listen, he's way just, better than, yeah, was, than Mike Lennon. It was rough. You know, he's a, he's a starting quarterback. It's just, and we're going to see it. And that's another thing that we need to watch out for. Let's, let's watch out for, you know, how he operates in this new system. I think he's got to be pretty excited to have two guys at the at the, at the the helm of this offense that have that have worked under some other quarterbacks and systems that are going to do the things that he needs to do to make him successful. I have a pretty good BS detector, I feel like, and I know when guys are doing coach, coach speak and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like I have a pretty good feel for that. Talking to Kafka today, he, he seemed legitimately yeah. excited about the progress okay. Daniel made throughout camp and where he is. And specifically, you talked about getting through your reads quicker, getting your feet right, moving through the offense quicker, mm-hmm. and that things really just steadily, progressively got better. And he seemed genuinely excited about it. I would have asked him if I was in that interview. One of my questions is that, and we saw it in the we saw it in the preseason. And again, these are things you look for outside of the how the game is played. Is how fast those guys got to the line of scrimmage. I think we we touched on it the other day that those guys get to that line of scrimmage with 15, 17 seconds left. Yeah, and I talked I talked about how fast he's getting, and he talked about the importance of getting the play in fast. Have to. Mm-hmm. There's too many times, and even with Eli, back in the day, he would get up to the line of scrimmage with 10 seconds left. You can't operate as a quarterback like that. So no. uh, he just doesn't give you enough time in this league because of all the coverages that people play against you and all the disguises that they do. You know, and then that's why you see that back in the day when Peyton Manning would get up to the line of scrimmage and he would do that Omaha thing and do all this stuff that he would try to get the defense to commit and then he would change the play. That's that gives you the luxury if you have that much time. 
Jeff, I love our callers, despite the fact we started like 40 minutes late because yeah. of these coordinator interviews. Sure. And that's why we started late, folks. We got I a bank doing, of them? I was doing one-on-ones with the coordinators. We got a full bank of calls. Perfect. That's why our callers are the best. Yeah. And that's why we do the show, because you guys are number one. So let's take them in order that they called in. And anybody calling in from now on, by the way, our Pearson had to go do his like sixth job. Hear the so, click. So uh, you're going to hear the click, and I'm going to bring you on. But I know who the first two guys are, which is great. So Lawrence in Florida, you're up next on Big Blue Kickoff Live. Hey, Lawrence. Hello, Larry. How are you? How are you? How are you? I just want to. Thanks for having me. I just want to say the Giants. I feel as long as these guys don't get hurt, they'll be the surprise team in the NFL. And I agree with Big Ed yesterday. I think they're going to do better than everybody thinks. Well, Lawrence, as long as they don't get hurt, I'm going to ask you if if you're if I was to be so bold to put <laughs> to a, a number on your prediction. You think they're going to be better than their? I'm, win at least 10 games i think they could pr- probably get into the playoffs all well, right they, well, they should at 10 these guys don't get hurt yeah all and right seven in playoffs. that's why i was a, well Lawrence, let me ask you i was i want to ask you real quick and then you can finish why are you feeling so confident why do you think they can get the 10 wins what what makes you feel so much better about this group and this coaching staff because i don't think these guys are really that bad the, the main thing was everybody's always hurt well, and uh, right. they got some guys that can at least block. I mean, if no one's running, these these receivers. The, the uh, uh, Tony's good, but he's got the uh, injury de jour. The other guy, Holiday, acts like he doesn't even care half the time. That's why I got annoyed <laughs> when they got rid of. Uh, that's why I got annoyed when they got rid of that uh, backman. At least he plays. He catches the ball. And he's in there trying. He's not always baby him every week. Can't rest him. He's got to sit down. Hey, Lawrence, Lawrence. No, Lawrence, I, I hear you real quick. And look, <laughs> Tony with the injuries, I get it. It's frustrating. He's had a lot of them. No argument there. I can tell you the kid really wants to play, and I hope he gets healthy and he gets out there. I, I, I have to fight. I know that the impression out there is that Kenny Galloway doesn't care. I did seven minutes with him yesterday. That's going to be on Friday's Giants Huddle podcast. You know, you can argue about whether or not he's been effective and how good he's going to be. The guy has been at every practice this summer. He hasn't missed one practice. He goes out there. He's a good teammate. From my perspective, he works hard. I think the, the not caring thing, I think, is an unfair knock on him. Now, again, you want to complain about performance and stuff like that? That's fine. I, you're more than, you know, those are numbers. We see that with our eyes. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't think the effort thing is fair, to be honest with you. I don't. All right, okay. But anyway, I got one more thing that you might think I'm a nut. But I think that you guys look too rough on Charlie. I think you look too rough on Charlie. I mean, when he calls up, you tell him he's got a minute to talk. You save him for the end. Then you tell him. Then you keep interrupting him. I think he should have a weekly spot and maybe even answer some phone calls. And she has to show, you know, get he's your, your loyal opposition. <laughs> <laughs> loyal opposition, I like that. By the way, we like our ratings the way they are. <laughs> Are you related to Charlie Lawrence? I think that's the question I need to ask. Are you are, are you a cousin of some kind, no, brother? Really, uh, I'm not related to him, but I just feel like you know, he's a loyal fan. He calls up, I know. he's always calling up. Don't call up too much. Yeah, but uh, we have you, we you have got a, a minute to go. Listen, then you interrupt them. We have a lot of loyal listeners and callers that make more sense than Charlie. Well, no, and and, and look, and, and Lawrence, <laughs> in fairness, I the reason first of all, Charlie and it's it, it's almost a bit to this point. Like yeah, Charlie and I DM back and forth on Twitter. Like right. we're cool. This isn't. It's mean kind of a game. Yeah, that we play. It, it's a game we play, and yeah. it's fun. He likes it too. Um, but the but reason sometimes I, I feel bad for him. 
Nah, nah, yeah, he's good. Don't worry about that. that. So, you know, <laughs> you know, for, for, and Lawrence, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. For for Charlie, I'm trying to make sure other fans get a chance to get in. Right, Especially right, right, when right. we get to the regular season. Like, I'm looking at, like, Lawrence in Florida. We don't hear from Lawrence in Florida yeah. a lot. Yeah. Like, I'd love to hear from Lawrence in Florida. Sure. That's great. Like, I'm, I'm about to go out to Oregon and say what's up to Marcus. I don't even recognize the name. I want to make sure. And look, I love our loyal callers. Of course. The Charlies, the Lens, the And they the fill for Lens. us on time when there's nobody there. Especially in the offseason. Yeah, that's right? what i yeah. Which is why, you know, I get, you don't guys know how many complaints I get on Twitter. Don't let Charlie call in. Limit it to once a week. See, to me, that's not fair. Yeah. Because if you're going to sit here, you're going to listen to the show, you're going to be a loyal listener. I, it's, it's our, responsibility's hard. But you've earned the right to come on and, and, and yeah. talk. But yeah. at the same time, if we're going to bring you on, and this is what Mike Francesa always said, and you know Mike's a little rough around the edges, he's a little harsh sure. sometimes. But the one thing is that, look. Be prepared. Yes. <laughs> when you come on and you decide you want to become part of the show, you adopt a larger responsibility. Correct. Right? And if you're going to come in here, bring your A game. Don't come with some. You are, you've always told that to him anyways. Yes. Make sure that you bring your A game. And if you come in and you either give bad information. Facts. Or you come with some weird cons- and and this is this is not just to Charlie, this is to everybody. Yeah. And you come on the air with some weird conspiracy theory, or whatever, and you know we're, you're going to subject yourself to some some ridicule. We're we're going to fight you on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And look, we're not going to be mean spirited. We're going to be fun. No, it's in the spirit of the show. And and if but if and the other thing, if you guys call up and you show us attitude and you give us attitude, and you mean to us. Well, guess what? See ya. Like no, I, I shouldn't say that because I don't like hanging up on people. You don't you drop know that. people all the no, time. No, I, I don't like dropping people. I like to fight. I'm from Brooklyn. I like to argue yes, with you people. Do. Yes, you do. And you know, we all have, mm-hmm. we all have fuses. Yeah, you like to fight more than I do. That's for sure. You probably have the longest fuse of everybody on the show. I probably do. Lance is probably the person that's most consistently in. I am a very, very patient person. Yeah, no, you're well. Well, you have a lot of sons. That's understandable. So, and I can be patient. Yeah. Yeah, but you, but you and Lance, yeah, both Brooklyn guys. No, forget about see, it. See, I feel forget like, about it. See, I, I, I feel like Lance has a higher baseline level of being annoyed. Like he's always cranky about something, and he's always a little yeah. ornery, yeah. like every day. But it's That's this, just the way he is. But it's the same level of ornery. I'm more of a like heart well, no. attack EKG. What? what? Where I'm cool. <laughs> But then, like, if you say the wrong thing to me, then it's like, you know, so Mount I was just St. Say, you will be perfectly fine until something just irks you. <laughs> you and once it. that happens, then I check out because I know it's over. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hitting the truth here now. This no, is it. This it. is you. It. <laughs> it's you could be exactly the way you are right now. And then somebody will call in and do something. And it is like it's on like Donkey Kong. It's like, OK, it's over. Okay, you didn't just say that, did you? Now wait a second. Let me talk about it, and you just go off. It, is it the is it the tone in the voice or the look in the face that gives it away? Both. <laughs> but I can see it in your face before the tone because I know it's coming. <laughs> and by the way, not only here, not only here, John Schmelk. There's other places that we hang out on game day, and and I know that it's not time to go in there. John is not having a good day. I just stay out. Just gonna stay out. I just stay and be my patient guy outside but the door. In fairness, <laughs> I then bring myself down off of that high relatively quickly. You do. You have a hard time sometimes, but you do. Yes. yes. Because and it's a lot of times it's not your fault. There's extenuating circumstances <laughs> around you. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for are, giving me an excuse. No, seriously. I that, it. But in all honesty, maybe not so much the callers, but I'm talking about on game day, guys. 
John has a lot of things to do. There's a lot of balls in the air, and sometimes they're they're not coming down. They're all still in there. <laughs> so it's, it, you know, yeah. it, it's honestly it's, it's something I, I've honestly tried to work on. Uh, you uh, know, I'm, I mean, I'm, you're, uh, you're it's it's where you grew up. I'm trying to set a good, better example for the kids. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm probably a little calmer than I was a few years ago, though, right? You're getting there. <laughs> You're, you're that's getting a there. No, no I don't know. In my uh, Jeff hey, Beagle's translator, real, that's a no. I, I got to just, just as, since we're on this subject, real quickly, okay? Because I know. <laughs> I want to get to Marcus. I know. I, I, I want to get to Marcus. Go ahead. Go real quickly. So I, I went on a trip one time <laughs> out to Cincinnati. Oh, and this is when the Giants were doing a, a preseason oh, practice thing with them. Okay. Where we're doing our BBK shows up in the stadium. And I was just excited. I'd never done this before. I went up there. Oh, no. Well, John and them were having a little bit of problems with the with the TriCast or whatever the stuff was going on. And just me being nice, I tried to help, right? <laughs> and I, I grabbed one thing and I said, John, you know, I'll plug this in. He looked at me like, Jeff, don't touch a thing. Wait till I'm done and get the hell out of here. And I was just like. I didn't say get the hell yeah, out you of did. here. No, I said, I no, you didn't. I but, I was, <laughs> but that was the instance when I knew, do not, do not go there. Now. By the way, <laughs> I learned from that, John. You, you never, I have never, never touched any ever, ever, again. ever yeah. asked a question about anything or what is this or how can I do it? I don't touch it. I don't have to worry about it because, yeah, number right. one, I don't know anything about all this stuff. Okay. Uh, I know this is a boom, boom, boom. There you go. But that's it. So I just stay out of your way. I just stay in out of way smoke. No way. I'm not touching nothing. Uh-uh. We're good. All right. Get to the guy. The psychoanalyst, <laughs> psychoanalyzation of Schmelk is done. Uh, don't miss out on your chance to experience a premier hospitality experience watching Giant Games World Class Concert to 2022. As a Giant Sweet Partner, <laughs> limited full season locations are available, or you can place a deposit for individual games. Call 888-NYG-1925 or visit Giants.com slash suites for more information. All right, let's go to Marcus in Oregon. He's up next. Marcus, Marcus thanks uh, for hanging on, bud. Yeah, thanks for hanging, buddy. Sorry about that tangent. What do you got? <laughs> nah, it's all good. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, I call every now and then. I don't call often. Uh, I was actually the gentleman who called uh, before the 2019 draft, John, and you, you bet your reputation that we oh, weren't going to take Daniel yeah, <laughs> well, well, by the way, no, no, not take him sixth. I said it was possible he could go 15th, but I did say that relatively You remember thing. this. Oh, what are you kidding me? I had nightmares about saying that for months. <laughs> that is, I am so, no, I am, no, I know, Marcus. I'm just so cautious about making those type of proclamations because you know how unpredictable things yeah, are. Yeah. But even before then, I always was. So right. I just, I don't know what was in, in me that day. I was all excited about the draft and I mean, you've done all our preparation. I'm feeling good mm-hmm. about myself. And then I go out and I say you something like yourself. that yeah. and I threw up all over myself <laughs> like an idiot. And somebody remembered it. Yeah. Oh no, trust me. Uh, you're, you're and and Marcus, uh, by the way, like, uh, you'll Marcus, you'll laugh. It's not just the callers. You don't think the people that work in that studio over there who knew about that mm-hmm. didn't let me forget that of for course. months. Yeah. Oh my God. God, yeah. you have no idea. Anyway, Marcus, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Thank- hey, well, you know, like, Thanks for bringing up good memories, by the way. I appreciate that. it. Um, it's a- oh, no, that's no problem. <laughs> um, but I, I'm, I'm relatively happy with Daniel. I just hope he stays healthy this year. I do have a bold prediction regarding him. I yes. think he's actually going to be a top 10 quarterback this season. Of course, if he stays healthy. In but, terms of what? Um, I, I think he, there's, the talent is there. I think the, the scheme, he's going to fit really well into it. And now he has all his targets back, including Sterling Shepard. Granted, I know he's coming back from a major injury, but I, I, I think people are sleeping on Sterling. I think he's going to actually be a big impact this season. And I, I, with him and Galladay and Tony on the field at the same time, and now Wondell Robinson, hey, that's four good targets right there for Daniel. And then he's got Saquon back, so let's make it happen. But 
Uh, what I also wanted to talk about was um, hey Marcus, 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 real quick, real, Marcus, real fast. You said Daniel, I want, I want to put it on the board for you. You said Daniel Jones, top ten quarterback. Give me a metric. We're talking quarterback rating, QBR, passing yards, what? touchdowns. What are you talking? QBR, maybe whatever. What, what do you, what do you think? I'm talking about, I'm talking about yardage and also touchdowns Ooh, right there. Okay, perfect. All right, cool. What's your second point? Well, I um, I'm pretty excited for the defense. I think a lot of people are sleeping on the defense as well. Um, I know our secondary is questionable, but I I think we have a lot of talent there. Like I know Aaron Robinson didn't get a full season last season. He's gonna have his struggles early on this season, but something is just gonna click with that guy this season. I know he's gonna come out and be that that top cornerback that we need. And you know I I have a lot of faith in Adori. I know he hasn't been like the guy on a defense, but I think he has it in him to step up and. I'm excited to see Dane Belton when he finally comes back. I think that's a, a pick that a lot of people were just kind of like, hey, like he's got a lot of talent there, but like we haven't really tapped in to see what he is. And I, I believe at some point this season, Micah McFadden is going to be a starter. I, I just, I think that guy is too talented to keep off the field. <clears throat> hey, look, um, he might start this week. Wink, <laughs> Wink likes Dane Belton a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. He likes Dane Belton a lot. So, hey, when he was hurt, he was at practice. He was next to him every now, day. I don't know when he's going to be ready. I don't know with yeah. Tony Jefferson how that's going to work with playing time. But I think we're going to see a lot of safeties on the field this year in different packages. So mm-hmm. maybe all four of those guys are on the field on some plays. I don't know, but I think Belton, yes, and I think he likes Mark. I think he likes McFadden too. To be honest with you. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just I I think the kid has got a lot of smarts when it comes to like where the ball is going to be because he's a good coverage linebacker. I know he's going to work on his like his running game and everything and like stopping the run game. But I I think he's going to be he's going to be someone special if given the opportunity. So I'm I'm just excited to to see what we put on the field this Sunday. I'm not expecting a victory because we're going to Tennessee and that's a tough team to beat. But hey, you know what? Like let's see what we got and go Big Blue. Good stuff, Marcus. Thanks for the call. Well, I'll never forget Marcus in Oregon now. <laughs> I didn't realize he was the caller that made me make my idiotic statement a couple years ago. The good thing is I didn't have, I didn't have much of a reputation to begin with. No, so well, I didn't really ruin anything. No, no I wouldn't go that. No, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just being self-deprecating. I think the Sterling, you know, Sterling Shepard is a is a guy that you know he's going to give it his all every single play. And look, Sterling, you know, when he's healthy, he's good yeah, line of a he's wide a great, receiver, He man. doesn't drop the football. He's tough. He's gritty. He gets good yards. Good route runner. I feel like he knows the game good enough, and I think that, that you know, and those guys, they've, they've thrown passes to him, and he's caught passes, Daniel, I'm saying. So I think it's it's good. I'm curious to see how they balance his usage with Wandell yeah. and Kadarius. Like, let's say, let's say Wandell's not on the field, because I think that's... Okay. If yeah, that's possible. Because if, if he's on the field, he's inside, right? He's in the slot. Sure. I think we feel pretty confident And about one of that. those other guys are off the field. Correct. Yeah. So let's say it's Kenny Kadarius and Sterling on the field. Okay. More so than not, is Shep the slot in that group or is Shep the outside guy in that group? I don't think it matters. I, okay. But I think, I think he would probably go to the outside. You think he'd go on the outside more? Yeah. Because I can see I, it both ways, to because be honest. Because I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it matters, but if, if, if you had to, you know, if you had to say what is it, I would say he would probably be on the outside because I think I would rather use Kadarius Tony on the inside for other types of plays. Oh, I see where you're going with that. That's he the only be reason. Involved in other things, if running, he's passing, dump offs. Jeff, that's a really good point. That's the only no, reason. That's a really, really good point. And that's the only reason I would put him outside. That's a really good point. 
See, that's why, that's why yeah, I ask you know, these questions. Yeah, you know. Punters Once know. in a while. Once in a while, I get it. Got the names right. That's good. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. All right, let's go back to the phones. Uh, now we're going to have to go blind here. Cole, you're on the air. What's Click. your name and where are you calling from? Hey, John. Oh, there Charlie. we go. This is Charlie. Of course, you heard you heard your uh, your your ears were burning, weren't they? Yeah, I think that was his dad down there in <laughs> yeah. Florida giving a call. He said, Charlie, I'm off the phone now. Son. Go ahead, call in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I softened them up for you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> John, look, just get some chamomile tea. It will calm you down. It will help you. It will be great. I for need you. something stronger than that, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a box of tea, not just one tea. You know, that's it. And something tells me Charlie might have something stronger up there in of Maine, course, too. Yeah, <laughs> we can get that. You don't have to go to Maine to get that. No, you know? <laughs> no, you, no, you can find it. Hey, look, there's really something funny that happened. I have a cousin and uh, her husband. You know, I, I don't see them that often, but I just saw him the other day. And his nephew is Sterling Shepherd. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. By marriage, yeah, I'm assuming. I hope. What? By, By marriage, marriage, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, you know, no, he's African American, so uh, you know, I think okay. I think it's I think it's his sister or his brother or whatever. But anyway, he hates the Giants, so <laughs> he hates the Giants. He's a Dolphin fan. Wait, you mean wait, so. you mean you mean your cousin hates the Giants, even though he's Sterling Shepherd's uncle? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, How old he is likes he? Him, but he but he hates the Giants. So we didn't talk too much after that. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's really funny. Hey, you know what? Those Sterling's a good dude, and he is a he is a really really good family too. Want to yeah. hear a Sterling? Yeah. Sterling Shepard's father, who played in the National Football League. You guys oh, know that's that? Right. Of course. Yeah. He, he was a punt yeah. returner, and he was a big star at Oklahoma too. Mm-hmm. Big. He was a punt returner for the Cowboys. My longest. So I told him my longest punt. My longest punt was 77 yards and went off the shoulder pad of Sterling Shepard's father for a trifecta <laughs> that day. 77-yard punt inside the 10, all gross, all net. How about that? Wow. So, hey, by the way, De- just that- so people know, it's uh, Derek Shepard. He was a wishbone quarterback in high school, went to Oklahoma, and that's where Shep went as well. He spent <laughs> two years with Washington in 87-88, the Saints in 89, then Dallas from 89 to 91. Yep. Yeah. Hey, that helped your average that year. Uh, yeah, it did. I need more yeah. of those. <laughs> <laughs> Although 77 yards nowadays is nothing. These guys are kicking 70 yards punts every week. Unbelievable. Hey, but anyway. What else I is up, Charlie? Him, I, I just told him, I said, say hello to him for me. And tell him he's got a fan in uh, Maine, even though he, his uncle isn't. <laughs> well, so no, anyway. it says now, now here's the biggest upset. I'm surprised you didn't give him some of your holistic healing formulas to try to work <laughs> on those muscle pulls when they pop I up. I know, I should have. I should have. <laughs> that, that, that would have been your segment on our show. I know. Holistic approach with Charlie. <laughs> All 30 seconds hey, look, of it. <laughs> I, look, I, I, I don't think we're going to win the Titan game. I think we're going to lose. It's a but, tough, uh, Charlie, it's a tough game. The Titans were the freaking one seed last year. It's a hard game. I know, I know. I mean, I no, I agree with you. We're on the same page. 
it's a tough win on the road in any ways. Going on the road is a tough win anyway. And everyone's all juiced up for that first game. You're going to get their A-plus yeah. effort business the first game of the year. And by so the way, do you remember? I don't know if you know this, but the Tennessee Titans got their butts handed to them the first game last year, 38-13 to 13 by the Cardinals. Did they really? Have to yeah. Yes, that. they, they got that. whooped. Well, and they, you, they, you could tell that Rabel's <laughs> not going to have that happen And by again. the way, not only do they remember that, they remember their poor, I'll use a gentle word, poor playoff performance mm. after they yeah. got the ball in the yeah. one seed last year mm. when they got spanked yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. So trust me, Joey, to your point, the Titans, again, this doesn't mean the Giants can't figure out a way to win and they can't you know, make yeah. things work, but the Titans are bringing their A effort in this game. They are going to be ready to roll on their home field in week one. You win 12 games yeah. to go out the first round. That's that's a, that's a not a very good season. You guys and did also, that to Dallas in 07, mm -hmm, remember? Good. They won all those games and yeah. you knocked them out in well, the Remember, they had, we talked about this. They had the bigger seat over Green Bay. That's why seat, we went yep. to Green Bay. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Charlie. I'm Look, sorry. Cal I was just going to say, Tannenhill also has got somebody uh, in, uh, in the background ready to take his place, Willis. And, so and, he's going to... He He's going to put his best performance out there. Yeah, right? Jeff, one of Jeff's bold predictions this year that Malik Willis will be the starting quarterback before the end of the season. He I will. think I think that's a little quick. That's my bold. But, and 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 that's to be bold. And 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 not because of injury, right? Because of no, no, decision. because I feel yeah. like he's going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. You, I mean, look, you saw the same thing in the preseason from Malik Willis that you saw in college. The guy is a freak show, like. Michael Vick level mm -hmm. athlete. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe not Michael mm -hmm. Vick. Close to Michael Vick level athlete. Yeah. Same type of arm ability as Michael Vick. He just has to learn how to play the position. I a just bit don't more. think. I think Rabel will not put up with Tannehill. I just think it's not going to happen. Well, here's the thing, though. I think Malik Willis and some of the young quarterback stuff will also drive Mike Vrabel bananas. <laughs> it will, but when you have a running back like Henry, you can have a young quarterback be okay. Do not for nothing. Like if they, if, look, if it gets to that, and I don't think it will, if they decide to go like full, like Robert Griffin, the third read option with Malik Willis and Derrick Henry. Oh my, my gosh. <laughs> that was a tough thing to stop. Who says they yeah. haven't worked on that? Yep. You never know. Oh, and by the way, don't be surprised if you know you, you know when you talk about big things in this game, they get inside the ten, the Titans against the Giants defense. Yeah. Don't be surprised if you see a little bit of a package hey, in there. If he's if he's suited up and he has five or six plays, I mean, you know, that could be an option. Literally. Hey, I hear it I hear it's supposed <laughs> I see to what be you like raining. It's supposed to be like raining the whole time. Is that true? I've heard anywhere from 60 to 80% chance of rain. Paul Dettino wow. has been staring at his weather app on Grass his field. Like, so, somehow, Paul has figured out a That's way to get... That's a running game, then. Yeah. That's it is. a running game, right? I, I like it more of a running game for Derrick Henry, who's downhill, than Saquon, who has to do a lot of change of direction stuff. Okay. Again, not that Saquon's not big and strong enough to get downhill, but his running style is a little bit different. That's scary the most? The tw you know, the running yeah. game, right, Charlie? Yeah. That your, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the big yeah, one. Yeah, I think so. If uh, one thing, the grass, game will be over right? quick. Is it grass? <laughs> yeah, it's yes. natural grass. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's a great stadium. Yeah. Well, it's Nashville. It better be in that weather. It better be natural <laughs> grass. Yeah, it's great down there. Oh, what a great, what hey, a great John, place. Hey, hey, John, is do you? Uh, how's the stadium for you? I mean, are you way up in the boonies somewhere, or is it? Have you been to that? I have. I have not been in Nashville for eight years. Actually, uh, okay. yeah, because we only play that division every four years, and they rotate home and road. Do so you I remember where it was? I think the I think the I think the location in Tennessee was pretty good, but who knows? In those eight years, they could have put luxury boxes with radio. <laughs> and moved oh, you. Yeah, no, absolutely, no, they do that yeah. all the time. I know. Yeah, yeah, so we we could be in the corner for all I know. So hopefully it'll be okay. <laughs> but I'm I'm honestly not positive. Well, right hopefully now. it'll be better than Washington, right? Well, it can't be worse than Washington. That is the worst. <laughs> all, right. all right, guys, have a great week. Goodbye, Charlie. And, uh, take care. Thank you, Charlie. So, you know, hopefully yeah. Lawrence was happy that we gave.
Charlie, yeah, we, we didn't hang on. up on Charlie. Literally, hang up on him. We had to let him go. He's actually had some very good calls recently. Not bad. Like that was okay. Maybe he's smoking the right stuff now. You know, maybe he was on the wrong stuff. So before. if he's cousins with Sterling Shepard's uncle, what does that make him the Sterling? Oh God, Shepherd? don't do this to me. No, <laughs> no, he's no cousins Third cousin, with Sterling maybe? Shepard's uncle. Oh, yes. So Sterling Shepard's uncle is one of his mom or dad's brothers, or right? So that Charlie's him... cousin is Sterling Shepard's father's or mother's brother or sister. <laughs> I just put Jeff's brain in a blender, exploded, and put the on button on. Yeah. Yeah. He's Vitamix. Done. I went Vitamix on. Yeah, him. yeah, you did. Scrambled. No. Uh, hey, listen. If somebody has the answer to that, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. You I know. Don't... Good luck. Someone needs to get on. Uh, well. Unlike you, I will not name the name brand. One of those uh, family history sites and do you, try to figure out how to connect those. Have dots. you met your third cousins before, or someone like that? I mean, I, I, no, we we're we're not a big extended family okay. Okay. thing. Like, yeah. no, I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know my cousins and their kids. So I guess that would be second cousins, right? My cousins' kids are my second cousins, right? So right. That's as that that's pretty much as that's far about as, as far goes. as I go too. Yeah. Yeah, there aren't I, that many schmelks running around. More than no. you think, but there's not that many schmelks. Running okay, around. well that's a good thing that you don't have to think about all those other people. But you know, because there's a lot of names you'd have to remember. Yeah, we're we're yeah we're much we're we're very tight but small family unit rather than the big, in the northeast expansive family unit in the northeast. Yeah, our farthest blood relative is in. Well, we have one in Minnesota, Minnesota, uh, on my side, and then we have one in Illinois. That's not too bad. I actually had a cousin that lived in Alaska for like 10 years. She was a teacher up there. Mm. Yeah. I have an uncle that lives in Honolulu. I heard some great stories from her. It's fantastic. I have an uncle that lives in Honolulu. Ooh, that's good. All right. Anyway, final call of the show. Cole, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Yes, Hello. You're on the you're air, on. sir. What's up? Who is this? You know, this whole family and Charlie <laughs> talk, it really should just make an HBO show based on that new game of Thrones, Finding Charlie's <laughs> cousin. <laughs> Charlie would get knocked off in the first episode. <laughs> he, he may not even make it to the episode. He, he would annoy the wrong person in the yeah. family, and yeah. he'd have some poison slipped in his drink or something. It'd be all over for Charlie. The Grand Schmelzen in North and Charlie's cousin related to Sterling Shepard. Yes, exactly. Uh, I believe, not to be a tattletale, but uh, your sound producer said that Charlie called twice. So that's the third call of the week. I think it was. I think you're right. And you know what, though? It was, it was, it was, he wasn't screened since we lost our screener. He was a cold caller, so I will. He got lucky. Yes, he got, well. He, was he knew. In violation of the rule, and he got lucky. He squeezed in. All right. Making sure. But we got um, you on the line, so uh, that's good. All right. Uh, I just had a funny observation. Um, you know, with Shermer, the offense was all right, but the defense was awful. With Judge, the defense is getting better, but the offense was awful. Hopefully, you can find a balance this time, you know? Yeah, look, yeah. I think it has a lot to do I think with the will. talent, too. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I know the coaching is important. I'm not downplaying the important coaches, but very important. look where the talent was. I mean, like in 2016, you know, the defense was great. The offense wasn't very good under Ben McAdoo. Do you know why? They went to spend a bajillion dollars million on dollars really good on players, on defensive players. Yeah. So, it's just a matter of where the, where the talent's been focused. And, you know, right now, I think there's probably – a little bit more investment in the talent on offense than sure. on defense. Yeah. I mean, just look at it, right? I know Leonard Williams. a free Williams, agency and a draft pick. Well, I mean, look, you have two first-round picks at both tackles. Mm-hmm. 
You have first round pick at quarterback. First you round. have a first round pick at running back. Mm-hmm. You have a first round pick at wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. You have a one of the highest paid receivers in football at wide receiver. You have a second round. You have take that back. Two second round picks at wide receiver in Shepard and Wandale Robinson. So yeah, right now more of the resources are on offense mm-hmm. than on defense. Mm-hmm. No question about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Since the offense was in shambles for a while, so hopefully oh. they get it together. Hey, those guys also, were all hurt last year. That's geez. a big problem. Yeah. Well. And that Darius Slayton could be one of Chicago Bears' best receivers. Yeah, it's true. And he's buried in the depth chart. Uh, I have some predictions. Sure. Uh, I think Saquon's going to have a breakout year with 2,000-plus yards in scrimmage and 15 touchdowns. Okay. And I'm sorry, I, I said, I said, since it's nobody screened the call, what's your name and where you're calling from again? Uh, Matthew from uh, Dumont. Okay, Matthew. And what's your – so we got Saquon, 2,000 yards and 12 touchdowns, you said? Yeah, and 15 touchdowns received running. Got it. Okay. And what else? Uh, Galladay, 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. Oh, okay. Uh, I think Daniel Jones, probably 4,000 and ah, 30 touchdowns. I'll go. All right. I got him, Matt. Appreciate the call, dude. Thank you, brother. All right. Uh, Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. We have our Charlie Hall monitor on the line, making things happen. Some big, bold predictions there. I mean, a lot of them are, a lot of them have Galladay having a big year. I mean, yeah, look, they're they're bold predictions for a reason, but boy, when we go through those at the end of the year. (laughs) There's a couple, by the way. I was here, I don't know, earlier in the year, just, we were, I was sitting there when one day you were, yeah. when on I was your, on paternity leave. leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just looking up there, we have some stuff from years ago on there. You know that. You're right. You know that there's some stuff like me. Yeah, there, there, there's am. some, there's some things from like 2016. I, I have an there. Eli Manning prediction. On <laughs> yeah, up there, that's what know, I'm I saying. Know, know, and maybe know, one day when we have time, we'll just do a, we'll do a board check and go through there and try to, and go through and see some of those, how really they were. And we never know, but they're pretty funny. Yeah. I was just, that it? Final thoughts right, on okay. the game before we say uh, goodbye. I think it's going to be a, a, a tough game for the Giants. I think for me, it's a starting point for this new organization, the new you know the new coaching staff, the players. I just want them to play well. That's I mean, I just th- want them to come out. Exactly. If they lose the game, I, I, and again, you and I are basically on the same page here as far as this season. I want progress. Yeah, me too. I want to see improvement, and I don't want to see making mistakes that are going to cost you a game. And if the Giants do get in a situation to win the game, and I'm not saying they're going to, I just want to see them have a chance and maybe come out with it and and say to me, say to myself, my God, look what they just did. Yeah. Okay. Walk out saying, look, we played well. Yeah. We just. And I know that doesn't one... matter in the locker room, but no. it matters to us. Correct. Okay. And as you know, fans. walk out saying we were one play short here, one play short there. They were a little better than us, but we played well. Can we get a touchdown in the final two minutes okay. of the first half? Can we get a couple touchdowns in the red zone? Yeah. Can oh, we yes. get a big play? Can we you see know? progress in problem yes. areas we've right. seen in past years? Um, can yes. can some of the younger guys that are going to be playing on this team, the you know, look at Darren Robinsons of the world. I mean, these guys at Wandell, let's look at some of these younger guys and say, you know what? Evan Neal. Evan Neal. Let's see how they play. Show they're ready. Yep. And again, let's let's just also look at the quarterback. Okay, let's see his progression, how he's come along in the summer, the preseason, and now he's going to play a game. We are muy simpatico, Mr. Okay, essay. Okay. Whatever that means. <laughs> Just kind of spit out like Spanish so I don't even know what it means. Hopefully nothing wrong. No, no there's nothing Essay, wrong. I said. That's, you know, that's my friend, right? Yeah, essay? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> 
went two minutes too long. <laughs> Jeff, maybe stuff, maybe man. a minute and a half. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thank For you. Jeff Eagles, I'm Josh Schmelk. Again, it'll be uh, Lance and Fall tomorrow. Maybe I'll jump on if I have some time. We'll see where I'm at. Maybe if other people want to do interviews at the same time. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but great job, Pearson's back. He can close the show, so I don't have to run out of my chair, which is always a good thing. Oh, by the way, Charlie snuck in for a third call this week. So next time he Ready calls go, in, Pearson, Pearson you, you need to lay That's him. his fault. Not, not, that's I your fault, not his. No, I know. The best part, we, we, we had a caller after Charlie, and he enforced the rule. He goes, you know, that was Charlie's third call this week. It was very good. All right. See you guys tomorrow on Big Blue Kickoff Live. Goodbye, 1230. We're back. Adios. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.